Who is the most underrated actor of all time? It's Dolph Lundgren. Correct. Why? Well, because of his uh, spiky hair, yep. his ice-cold demeanor, and his big muscles. Absolutely. I must break you. Welcome to I Must Break This Podcast. This is the fan podcast celebrating the cinematic career of action legend Dolph Lundgren. Hello and welcome back to I Must Break This Podcast, the fan podcast celebrating the films of action legend Dolph Lundgren. I'm your host Sean Malloy and today is another special interview episode where I had the pleasure of speaking with actor and producer Natalie Byrne. But before I get to the conversation, I wanted to remind you all that if you're not subscribing to the show, please do so. Also, please feel free to leave a review for the show, especially those five-star reviews. Those always help. Uh, Also, please check out the Facebook page for the show, I Must Break This Podcast. Here, you'll be able to stay up to date on all the latest news regarding not just the show and the career of Dolph Lundgren, but also action cinema in general. Uh, I do try to keep it updated as regularly as possible, and it's just one of the many ways to continue getting the name of the show out there. So please feel free to like it and share it and continue being a fan. Uh, So with that out of the way, now on to today's episode. Uh, Recently, I had the pleasure of speaking with actor and producer Natalie Byrne. Byrne is an accomplished actor who, over the course of just over five years, started her very own production company, Seven Heaven Productions where she not only handles the behind-the-scenes duties of independent films, but also pulls acting duties simultaneously. One of her upcoming films is the action flick Acceleration, starring an ultimate cast of tough guys, including Dolph Lundgren, Chuck Liddell, and Curtis Rampage Jackson. In this film, Byrne took on head producing duties, as well as the lead role as Rona, a tough-as-nails operative who must complete an impossible list of tasks in a single night after her son is kidnapped by Lundgren's vicious mob boss. So tell me, how's that reimbursement program coming along? Good? I'm working on it. In this business, there is no room for mistakes. In your wrong turn, and innocent people can pay the price. These treats and five tasks stand between me and seeing my son again. Do the job. And you get your son back. Tick tock. Dominic, Dominic, Dominic. How you doing, buddy? We're gonna play a game. So you and I, we're gonna go a little bang bang. Get out of here, man. There's nothing here for you. <clears throat> Word has it you're on a quest. I'd rather not be. Hey. Your kid ain't here. You know, quests can be life-changing. This could be life-ending. need you to do me one favor. Anything. Anything. Yeah. Don't beg. How do I know you haven't already killed You don't. See, 
Now you got me curious. Slated for a video demand release on November 8th, Natalie Byrne was gracious enough to chat with me regarding the film and what fans can expect. We also discuss her background growing up in the Ukraine, her ballet training, breaking into the action genre, and what she has coming in the next year. It was an absolute honor being able to speak with Natalie. The next few months are going to be extremely exciting for her, and we will certainly be seeing more of her in 2020 and beyond. So for your listening pleasure is my phone conversation with Natalie Byrne on I Must Break This Podcast. First of all, thank you so, so much for uh, taking the time to chat with me today. I know that you're extremely busy and everything, so uh, it means a lot. Oh, no, thank you for having me. We found the uh, time. <laughs> yeah, we did find a time. Yeah, well, and I think I told you uh, briefly a couple months back, yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of, uh, well, not just Dolph Lundgren, but uh, action cinema in general. And so I've really been um, following, it's, it's been really cool because I've been following the uh, production of uh, Acceleration since it uh, first started filming. I got to speak with one of the uh, stunt performers on the film, and then I spoke with uh, Daniel Zerilli, who got me in contact with you. So, um, so yeah, anyway, thank you. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. Well, and actually, um, before we get to acceleration, because I actually have uh, <laughs> I have quite a few questions regarding acceleration, but um, I was hoping if we could go back a bit. Um, so if I understand correctly, uh, you are from the Ukraine, and you're yeah. classically trained in ballet. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. I, I was born in Kiev, uh, Ukraine, and then um, I started dancing since I was three years old. My mom. Uh, my mom was a ballerina herself, and um, she basically wanted me to obtain a good posture as um, I was born a little premature, so I wasn't um, I wasn't well developed. So she kind of thought that ballet would give me the right figure later on, and of course she wanted me to become a professional dancer. So that's kind of like how my path, um, where my my path in life took me. First, I was a dancer for many years of my life. For about 20 years, I was a ballerina. Well, and from what I do know about ballet, which is not much, <laughs> um, <laughs> but what I do know about it, you know, my uh, my daughter has done uh, ballet. You know, she's about five, six years old. And I will say about it, um, it is an extremely disciplined uh, art form, as you That's can right. probably attest to. Would you say that this work ethic and type of discipline uh, that you were accustomed to in ballet work to your benefit in transitioning to working in film? I think uh, it definitely had a huge impact on uh, on my life in general, yeah. Uh, the discipline that I obtained through ballet basically now is showing off in my daily lifestyle. And when it comes to producing or acting, it's it's always there and, and every choice I make in life now it's it's always going back to that discipline that I I, I got from dancing. Um it it builds my character, it builds my you know, my personality, my um just my hard work and everything. It's it, it you don't even notice how much how much of of all that um ballet training I still have in me. And not just like physically, but like basically emotionally. Do you still practice dance and, and you know, from performing or teaching or anything? I still, yeah, I still practice ballet. I take classes um, at the, at, in Los Angeles. Um, I don't teach anymore. I used to teach um, young kids when I first moved to Los Angeles. 
and I was a, a choreographer um, in Moscow and Russia when I lived there for uh, for four years. Um, in between my stay in LA, I went back to uh, to Moscow to work as an actress, and I worked a lot as a choreographer, which is where I choreographed tons of um, different shows, uh, fashion shows, including I choreographed my own ballet called Stella, and we performed it at Kremlin Palace. It was quite a big performance uh, with 11,000 um, audience. Um, it's pretty big. I had Owen Wilson um, and Michelle Rodriguez come support it. So it was it was actually pretty cool. It was for the 50th anniversary anniversary of uh, uh, the first astronaut going to space. UNESCO is uh, UNESCO, the the charity organization, is the one who hired me to first work with them, and I did a ballet for them for that same year um, called Astro Ballet. And then I basically took the idea and I and I put together the whole uh, one hour and a half uh, ballet then called Stella. So I worked a lot as a choreographer back then. Now I just focus on producing and acting when I moved back to L.A. Well, and, and speaking of choreography, I mean, you, you've obviously made a nice niche for yourself in doing uh, action films. Uh, you know, and I'm curious, in doing these action films, you've gotten trained in, you know, martial arts and knife fighting and sword work, et cetera. Were these all disciplines that you had already owned, or did you learn more as you started working in the in the action genre? Um, I think I just started um, learning them as as I went into more action, doing more action. Um, I originally studied also um, fencing back in Moscow, so I kind of knew a little bit of, uh, I guess, sword fighting, um, but but not not on the stunt level. Um, so obviously, when I moved to Los Angeles, I I wanted to keep my figure and I and I wanted to do more. Um, Stunt work in general because I was like, well, if if anything, I'd love to transition my my technique that I acquired in ballet into into film fighting, and become you know an action figure, and and that was an easier transition because of ballet. So once I started doing that, I I went to kickboxing for real, you know, and and jujitsu, um, and then I started you know pulling back and just doing it for camera. And and I started working specifically with um, one of the best trainers, like um, for acceleration, for instance. I worked with Arnold Chan, who trained me for like uh, almost three months um, for the movie for acceleration every single day. Um, uh, and and that basically helped me. And as I went on, while being here in Los Angeles now for almost nine years, I also studied knife fighting and and sword fighting and wire work just so that I can be ready for anything that comes my way. Is the is the action genre something that you always uh, aspired to participate in? Um, I'm inspired to participate in whatever inspires me, <laughs> <laughs> whatever challenges me. So whenever I get challenged, the harder the challenge is, the more likely I'm going to succeed in it. I'm always drawn to something that's difficult and and I feel like the only the only person who can stop me in in succeeding or you know putting my efforts in is basically myself. So as long as it comes to you know like as long as it's in the realm of of my own uh, physicality and my own challenges, of course. If there's business stuff, then then there's a lot more that goes into that. But in terms of like films, I literally just look at look at characters more than anything. I look at the script, I look at the characters, and I see whether that particular character that I'm about to play challenges me. 
and it doesn't have to be always physically. It doesn't have to be only an action movie. It just has to be something that inspires me and puts me out of my comfort zone. So in this case, it was physically because I had to, you know, I had to fight and I chose to not have a stunt double really doing any of my tricks. I really wanted to do everything myself. And that was the challenge here in Acceleration, being the only producer as a female who had put everything together, plus being the lead and doing, you know, all the action fights myself. In other films, it could be psychological. It could be really going deep into character developing um, development. Uh, it could be something mental. It could be something, you know, more physical in terms of, I don't know, putting on more weight or losing more weight or whatever it is. Like, I just love going deep into characters and finding than challenge for myself as, you know, Natalie. And that's what I'm kind of attracted to. So it, it could be various um, scenarios and various films. Well, i got to say, it's, it's quite the accomplishment that in the years that you've been acting, you've gotten to work alongside of some of the biggest names in the action genre. I mean, Dolph Lundgren, of course, but Schwarzenegger, yeah. Stallone, Jason Statham. I mean, you are now, I, I, guess, I guess we can say, yeah, you, you can classify yourself as an action hero. That's got to be pretty cool, right? Wow, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I I guess. I mean, I don't I don't feel like that. I I definitely think that Stallone and Schwarzenegger and, and Schwarzenegger and, and Jason Statham and Dolph Lundgren they're the action heroes, and I still look up to them, and I still feel like it, it's it's dream come true to even be sharing a screen with them. And whenever I'm on set or well, even if when I'm not sharing a screen with them, but I'm I'm in the movie, you know, alongside those actors, I feel like wow, maybe one day I will be able to carry, carry a movie movie of that size by myself, um, because they're definitely doing you know films that are on a different level um, from me for now. So I I still have a lot to grow, and 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 that's the main thing that I I have right now. Whenever I act with people like that, I just I try to take everything in like a sponge and, and, and learn from them so I can grow as fast as I can to their level. Well, and some of your first few acting roles um, were working in three consecutive films with Uva Boll. Uh, yeah. What were those experiences like? Um, he is a fascinating man. I mean, I agree. Of, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of things said about him, and I, I don't like to take sides. I'm just going to go off of uh, my experience as an, as an actress uh, working with him on set. Um, I'm grateful he gave me a chance to be in, in his movies still because at a time, you know, I didn't have much choices. It was like, hey, you have an offer, and you kind of take that. You don't sit around and wait until some, like, like I don't know, Spielberg calls you because <laughs> I didn't think he would. Um, so, you know, he he's a very smart man. He's a He's a doctor. Um, who loves cinema, who does not per se has a, I don't know, a specific artistic point of view, I think. I think he just loves art so much that he does it because he loves it. But he, some people just have that touch to create something that's unique, and some people just have touch to create. And that's what he has. He creates. Um, it's not something that will go further than that, but nevertheless, he was nice to me, and, and, you know, I accepted his offers to work with him, and it was it was a learning process still to know that there are directors like that that will 
probably leave you on set and, and and not direct you that much. And it will be up to you to figure out how to do lots of things by yourself. Well, you know, the one thing I will say about Uva Bowl, I mean, like you said, I agree. I think he's an extremely uh, fascinating individual. And, you know, I would say he's certainly an auteur in a sense. Did you, in going into producing yourself, did you learn quite a few tricks of the trade working alongside him during the filming of those for movies? Sure. I mean, that's, yeah. that's one thing for sure that I did. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's such a smart man. He's a businessman. And he views things as a transaction, as it should be, because in a way, of course, there's, you know, there's actors that are saying, oh, my God, but what about the art? What about the, the characters? What about the, the, the whole thing of why we're acting in the first place, of the love of cinema? Yeah, but then there's also major part of it is that it's still a business. And we have to remember that the people that are investing money into it, no matter how mean they can be sometimes in saying, hey, we got to cut this or add this or you know, or we got our, we have to do this. They're not malicious in a way of saying, you know, or they want to hurt your project. It's because they want to make money on it. And now that I'm a producer, I get it. Um, there are so many other different point of views in filmmaking that it's not, it's, it cannot just be creative um, or artistic because, you know, then, then, then there's a, then there's a bunch of other people that will get hurt. Um, from it, so I learned a lot from that that part of him. Um, that how to basically put the movie together, how to produce it, and how to make my investors as happy as I can. Of those three films, I mean, because it was what in the name of the King two with with Dolph Lundgren, Blood well, Rain, Blood Rain the Third Reich, and then Blubberella was one. Did, did you have fun on? Because it's my understanding that I guess Blood Rain and the the Blubberella were filmed simultaneously. Did you have yes. fun? on one of those films more than the others or were they all just like kind of one big experience? Oh, I, I had, I had fun uh, doing both of them, but, but particularly Blubberella was a lot of fun because we were basically making fun of the, the comic book Blood Rain and then we were shooting it simultaneously. It was a serious film, Blood Rain 3, and then, then it was completely the spinoff of, of, of that version and doing the comedy version was like, to me was, was hilarious. I really liked it. I love comedies to be honest. I'd love to be considered to, to do more comedies in the future. Well, one of the things uh, about your career that I just find to be so admirable is that, yeah, you started up your own production company, uh, seven heaven productions. And so I was curious if you could please take me through the process in starting this up. I mean, that had to be pretty daunting, right? I mean, starting up your very own production company. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I mean, when I when when I came back to LA from um, Moscow, I I knew that I needed to kind of dedicate my uh, my time not just into acting but also into creating a business, which I think I've I've learned from traveling a lot to uh, different film festivals to understanding like like surrounding myself with people like like Uwe Ball at the time, and then later on I met, you know, um, a, a Millennium CEO at the time, Ivo Lerner, who also taught me quite a few things about producing. And I knew I was like, okay, so I'm going to try and – I'm going to open my own company. It was in 2012, Seven Heaven Productions, that I found, like put together. And I was like, I'm going to focus on creating my own content and creating movies and just learning that part of it because from – I'm observing now the industry, and there's so many 
people already that are doing it parallel to their acting careers. A lot more actors are are, are focusing on, on their own projects. And I realize that it's important to keep your own ideas and, and really focus on the on the projects that you believe need to be told. And and that can kind of help the audience understand you better. Because not the casting directors, the producers, um, you know, other studios, they don't really know you as much as you know yourself. And only you know what kind of projects fit you the most and what you're connected in in a very deep level. And going from that core, you create a project, you know, that you know nobody else can make and nobody else can act better than you can. And and that's how you define your um yourself and that's how you get yourself out there to be seen because a lot of the times Hollywood puts us in the box in what they assume you're good at and what they see you can portray and it's not always the case because a lot of the times people have to you know put certain shields in front of people to act certain way and it's not sometimes we don't always show the real us in front of you know those producers in front of um, this hard, harsh town. We have a we have an idea of who we are, but we don't always want to open up unless we're on screen. Do you see yourself ever moving into the directing as well, or do you like staying in the producing and the acting realms? Oh, I, w- I would love to direct one day. That is definitely something that I'm going to look into uh, later on in my career. I'm not ready to take on such responsibility yet, um, but I've definitely been observing a lot of great directors, um, a lot of not-so-great directors, and kind of understanding where I would stand. And being an actress, and well, an actor, um, I think that I would work, I would probably work a lot closer with actors, and not so much in terms of, like, um, how the whole movie would be shot or from which angle. I mean, that also is a huge storytelling as the camera is what we would use in in general to tell the story but i love working with actors um and and i think because i'm an actor myself i i think i'd be good at getting things out of people um and and you know portraying on screen for the audience uh, one of your upcoming films, which we mentioned earlier, uh, which I'm pretty psyched for, being a uh, uh, being not just a Dolph Lundgren fan but a fan of action in general, um, is Acceleration, uh, which mm-hmm. is premiering on uh, video on demand on uh, November 8th. And now, how did this entire project come about? Well, basically, um, I did a movie in in Italy. Uh, in Rome with uh, Dolph called Hard Night Falling um, that will be out actually in December as well. Um, uh, and while we were shooting, um, which I had worked with Dolph already previously, as 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 you know, in in the name of the King too, and and then um, I, I didn't have any scenes with him, but in Expendables three, we also like uh, we, we saw each other on on that project too. So when we were finished filming, we both kind of like looked at each other and said, hey we should continue working together. It was fun. And I said, yeah, like maybe when I produce something, you can be a part of it. And he graciously agreed. And at a time I had already read a script um, that was sent to me by Michael Marino um, called Acceleration. And I I liked it a lot. I loved it. It was, it was fun. And I wanted to take on a role like that being the lead. Um, And I sent it to him. I said, Hey, 
some taking on a bigger role here, um, would you consider acting alongside along alongside me in this project and, you know, shooting it pretty pretty fast? So he he emailed me within three hours. He said, I read it, I really like it, I enjoy this part. He had kind of he had a comments regarding it and um and and the rest is history. I basically had to put it together like fairly fast. It was like it was less than less than six weeks. Um I had to do everything. Financing and well development and financing and, and a lot of other things. Well yeah, and speaking with uh with Daniel Zarilla, yeah, it, it sounds like you were literally the hardest working person on the project. I mean, you're the lead. You're also heading up the producing duties. I mean, it sounds exhausting. I mean obviously this project was was your baby, but Considering you know seeing that it's uh, going to be coming out here in the next in the next month, it has to be pretty rewarding seeing it completed, awaiting release, and uh, generating buzz already, right? Yeah, I'm, I mean I'm definitely excited about it, but not as much as I was when we were filming it. I think <laughs> it's really funny because I'm I'm an actress, so my favorite time is when we're on set because I feel like that's this is when. This is when I'm I'm basically getting to do what I love to do. Um, I don't particularly, to be honest, love the whole process of producing after the film is done, uh, especially working on deliverables part of it and, and all the politics behind all that. That is, to me, the most boring and the hardest thing to do. Um, but nevertheless, I put myself through it on purpose to kind of to understand what it is like so that when I do projects next time, I I can either do it by myself again or I can already know exactly what the other people are going to go through and I can hire people to help me. But it was a challenge for me and I took on it by myself on purpose so that I can say I did it. Um, so there are no more questions in terms of, well, who produced this movie? And if you have like 10 other producers on this film, it's hard to convince people that I actually did everything myself being a woman and being, uh, you know, a young younger woman in Hollywood um, with not many big credits behind myself. It's just, it was always confusing to people and they would always be like, but who else did it? And I'd be like, no, I did it. And that's why my goal was literally to keep that producing credit to myself and, and do everything alone. Just because next time if somebody questions me, they can't. I pretty much know how to deliver, how to, package the film, how to develop it, how to package it, how to cast it, how to uh, shoot it, how to uh, go through the whole, uh, you know, post-production service absolutely by myself, um, and then deliverables, and then into sales, and into release. Well, it's got to feel like such an accomplishment, I mean, because the film has a big, but not to mention tough cast. I mean, Dolph, yeah. Danny Trejo, Chuck Liddell, Curtis Rampage Jackson, and you, being the producer, had to wrangle all these tough guys. So yeah. congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's the tough part, being the female, also being the lead actress, and still, you know, controlling these uh, these tough guys on set and making sure that they're all happy. That was challenging because it was always, um, it was always. I was always conflicted in terms of do I stay in character or do I go back to being Natalie, the producer. And unfortunately, no matter how you 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 try to to focus on your main objective is to do a good job as an actor, 
you can't because there's so many things that kept popping up and everybody was coming up to me, my line producer, hey, we have to deal with this. Hey, we're 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 about to go over time. Like what do we do? Like, hey, um this actor is late. Hey, this uh this this actor is uh requesting this and this and that. Um and it always came back to me and I was the main person who had to either, you know, object or or agree to to deliver. And that was always the tough part of, like, how do I balance that out? Well, and speaking of tough, I mean, you have a really cool look in this film. I mean, you know, you're, you're wearing that leather and you have that yeah. uh, that cool, like, you know, tattoo that's under, what, your left eye. I mean, so that has to be pretty badass. Were those all your ideas? That was my, uh, that was my, originally, yes, I had kind of like a, an idea of what I wanted the character to uh, to look like, and when I got together with to- Toby Bronson, who was uh, who was who was my costume designer, who was actually um, he's kind of he's kind of a eclectic person himself. He, uh, you know, we got together and he brought a couple of outfits and um, and I, I tried them on and and he nailed it. He kind of like nailed exactly the look that I was going for. And and by the time when I tried, I think it was the third outfit that I tried and and then I already knew that that was it and then I just I knew I wanted to have a a tattoo on my face um so that's kind of like it it stands for it's it's three crosses that stand for three people that I love um in in my life and in 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 the film as a character um so that's kind of like I was like well that's I want to have that and just that gritty and tired a little bit tired um a little bit worn out look um, but yet still, you know, undefeated. And the basic premise of the film is what you are given a, uh, what Lundgren is the mob boss who gives you, he's, he kidnaps your son, right? And he gives you uh, five tasks that you need to complete yes. overnight. Is that it? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Okay. I have, I basically, uh, the idea is that I, I guess I, my, my son gets kidnapped. My objective is to deliver five to to do five to, to deliver five tasks for him. Um, I um, go around in the, in the Maserati school car around downtown LA, um, and I have to make five stops um, through uh, with five different envelopes that's in my car. I open them up and I see um, what he asks me to what Dolph Lundgren, you know, he plays the Vladik in, in the film. He's asking me to do. And it's mostly either collecting some items or, or you know, getting rid of um, some of the competition that that he had developed uh, through years. Um, either you know, killing somebody or just uh, making sure that I collect something from them to deliver it back to him. And until I finish those five tasks, um, I, I won't be able to see my son um, again. So it's Dolph playing the bad guy once again. I mean, so so fans can expect uh, to see to see Dolph playing uh, uh, a bad guy, which is something that he's proven he can do so well, well before. To be honest, there is a really cool twist on twist in the end of the film, and I'm okay. I see it. I, I don't want to like spoil it for you, but there are a few things that kind of like explain what really happens with my character and what really happens with Dolph's character, because we also have. And not like there's a, a lot of bad guys in this film, but when we start following a storyline, we kind of like understand what really, what really happened prior to this film, prior to the film when it started. So you kind of 
have your own storyline of like, oh, I see. So I understand the motive behind it. And everybody's got its own motive of why they're doing what they're doing. Well, and you already mentioned it, but yeah, you have Hard Night Falling that uh, I saw is going to be released in December. Um, you're obviously extremely busy. Uh, what else are you currently at work on? Are you at liberty to talk about anything at all at the moment? Um, I just I recently um, filmed a, a a great movie. I had a small part in it, but nevertheless, I was so excited to be a part of that film um, called The Comeback Trail. Um, and it's with great cast, um, Robert De Niro, Tom Lee Jones, and Morgan Freeman. Uh, it's directed by um, George Gallo, um, who also wrote the screenplay. Um, and it's, it's a, it was a really fun set to work on. It's a comedy. Um, I believe it's going to come out later next year or early next year. Um, they're in post-production right now. I played um, a character. Her name is uh, Sister, Sister um, Rose. Um, she's a nun, um, but it is a comedy, so you have to like watch the movie to to see what really happens with my with my role with my part. And um, yeah, I, I had a blast working on that film. That's why, like every time I do something like that, I'm always like, oh my god, I gotta do more comedy. It's just it's just so much fun to be on sets like that and 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 watching Robert De Niro, Tommy Jones, and and Morgan Freeman portray their characters was hilarious. They were like just amazing. This movie, I'm hoping that this movie is gonna do for them and, of course, for me, um, because it's it's on another level. It's something that, the, that those guys are just born to do. I'm curious, is there anyone who you haven't worked with yet who's still on your dream list, or is there a project that you would like to make happen? You know, and, and as like, is there a dream project of some kind? Um, I would love to work with Todd Phillips. Uh, as a director, um, there are lots of directors that I still would love to work with. But right now, today, after watching The Joker, uh, one of my top directors I would love to work with is Todd Phillips. I think he is exactly who I would look up to as a director. And if I were to take on um, that role to be a director one day, I, I want to be like him. It's just he worked with uh, Joaquin Phoenix so closely on on that character development. That that's what I that's why I'm acting that's why I'm an actress is is because of that character development and that depth and that pain and that rage and that um, that uncomfort that that he had created and the audience that felt is is what I'm all about in terms of being an actress producer and hopefully a director one day. Well, I imagine being both an actress and a producer currently, uh, if anyone can make it happen, I, I bet it'd be you. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I guess if you, I, I believe in that. I believe that if you set your mind to something, you can definitely do it. I mean, there's going to be consequences and there's going to be people that are going to try and stop you all the time. And there's going to be some, you know, some forces of nature that's going to be on your way. I mean, that's going to be going against you. And you always have, you know, obstacles that you have to overcome but i mean that's the beauty of it that's the beauty of of the success it's not the final outcome i think that's why i'm not super stoked right now but oh the movie's coming out i'm so excited i'm i'm really excited but i much preferred the journey of it than the final outcome um i love the journey of of making this 
happen of actually doing something because that's what that's what 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 we should enjoy we're not I'm not here to make millions and become the biggest celebrity in the world. I just love to do what I do, and the journey of it is what makes me already happy and I feel like i've have, I've have succeeded in that part well very cool well hey miss Byrne, uh thank you so so much for taking the time to, to chat with me today. Um, I'm glad we were able to finally make it happen, but uh, I, I really do appreciate this, and I wish you nothing but the best of luck, uh, well, not just within the next upcoming months, but uh, within the next couple of years. So thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. Okay, bye.